Right, we are um, in the bar area of the Workman's Club in Dublin. Uh, sold out show for Bike Curious. Karen and Gavin are here, obviously, because they're playing it. But uh, sold out show for the five year anniversary of I'm So Confused. Mm-hmm. What a way to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, wow. That, that, what a way to start. What interview. a way to start the interview. We're, we're, we're speechless. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually mad. Because what a way to start what? What a way to start the night. A sold out oh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anniversary. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Did you it, think it was going to sell out? Uh, no. Uh, well, I don't know. Actually, it's hard to know because I think before oh, yeah, COVID. All the music. <laughs> We've now got some background ambience, so this is great. Uh, Let's keep going. Yeah, and anyway. uh, yeah, um, before COVID, I think it would have. I don't mean to mention COVID, everyone's fucking sick of here. <laughs> but um, it just tickets are weird at the moment, so you don't really know. But the fact that it did sell out is very class. It's actually mad that that was five years ago. And today and last night, we were some the set for the show for the first time. And we hadn't actually played some of the songs in like five years. That we're, so we're playing all those kind of tunes on one new tune tonight. Cool. But like say T.O.I. When you're playing that earlier, I was actually like getting a bit like emotional. It's real weird. I was like, yeah, it's, it's, mad. it's very, yeah, we were playing a, a bunch of old songs that we haven't played in a very long time. And it's just a nightmare trying to sort it out in terms because like I have all these pedals and things and settings yeah, that yeah. I've saved for the new songs and now I have to go and remember what I did for the old songs and I only came up like I only came over to Dublin on Wednesday so we had like two rehearsals to prepare all this shit. So. Yeah, yeah. We're looking forward to it all the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you really surprised that it's sold out in Dublin? Like, because all right. Do you consider yourself a Dublin-based band, or yeah, like you live in Germany? Yeah, but we are. We we started in Dublin, and stuff, yeah. but I think it's like we, it's just it's just like a gradual um, kind of gradual build of like it's it's been a it's been a gradual build like going through the venues, going through the different venues of Dublin, like being able to sell out slightly bigger ones each time. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, we try to aim for slightly smaller than probably what we think we should do. Uh, so this is 150 cap or something, and it it quite easily sold out for us, which was really nice. Like, it's kind of a step up from the last time, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, let's talk about um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm so confused anyway. Like, so it was a um, crowdfunded, is that the word? Yeah. GoFundMe. Well, GoFundMe, like, yeah, yeah. And considering off the back of two albums, uh, sorry, two singles you released um, before that? Yeah, it was two singles with, uh, with a B-side on each single. So two singles, yeah. like, for a Dublin-based band, and then you asked people via, by the way, the video. If you <laughs> haven't anyway. seen the video, right, of the of the, the uh, GoFundMe appeal, you two in bed, <laughs> and there's a little pause from you, Gav, just before it cuts to the next scene, makes me laugh so much. If you haven't seen it, check it out. And I might post a link actually underneath this for that specifically. But so you were asking uh, fans or anyone to help you to record this EP or yeah. album, whichever you want to call it. Like, um, were you after a thousand euros? Was that yeah, the target? It was a thousand. Yeah, yeah. And what? And you smashed that, I assume, together. What was the? 
incentive for people to donate to it? Like, why did we want? No, 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 as like in, like, what's what was the yeah, what would so, they get in return? Yeah. Oh, um, a lot of stuff that they didn't get for ages. They didn't get it for ages, but they did get it eventually. I'm joking. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just well, you know those like packages. You know, you get like a CD and a T-shirt, and like if you pay more, you get. There was one of them that was like, uh, we play a show in your house. Somebody, somebody actually did pay for that, but we never did it because it, we never were able to kind of make it happen. But um, yeah, it was just like I've seen a lot of bands do those things, and it's usually kind of the same prizes, like based yeah. off that. Kind but of. like, honestly, were you surprised to hit the target? Um, so. yeah, 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 definitely. Because uh, it was very early in the days of the band, like it was 2018, and yeah. we started in 2016. And we hadn't released that much music yet, and we hadn't. I don't think we'd even played abroad yet, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was really nice to get that. You know. Yeah. And what blows my mind, right, is in the music business in general. If you're a band trying to break through in the music in general, it's hard enough. Yeah. To then be a Dublin-based band yeah. to break through is very hard. Yeah. To break through as a instrumental post rock band. Yeah. Is almost unheard of. Yeah. I think though on that note though, the fact that it is kinda of unheard of is what kinda made us stand out of it. Okay. And it kinda of still does. Sort of uh, for example, like I think at the time like when Fontaine's D C they yep. started there was I personally I don't think there was any other band like them. Now there's like a million bands like them. Kinda of, Slightly before my time, but even like say when Adabisi Shank, so much from afar, and when like I well, I think it was Adabisi Shank came along. I've been told this that was like when they came along and they were blowing up, then there was loads of instrumental yeah. around that time in Dublin. And same with now with post punk, but we kind of had a bit of a break from the post art. So it actually, I think kind of it helps us in some ways and then doesn't in others, but I think it actually made us maybe stick out a bit. We had, we, had, we had BIM as well, which really True. helped us. We met in BIM and like we kind of we had a, yeah. a small kind of fan base from just playing the BIM events and stuff. Yeah. Then when we started doing our own shows, people from BIM would come and then other people would start joining in. Now the BIM thing is kind of like gone. We yeah. don't really see any of the people that we were in college with, but now it's it's just kind of it just helped us like kind of jumpstart the whole thing. Yeah. And I mean it's still it's still a very great success story. Let's not beat you around the bush like because as I said. For bands in Dublin, you know, the UK scene is very thriving, mm. Europe for metal as well. But I mean, it's great to see a Dublin band like you. And I mean, <clears throat> this isn't the first time we met, by the way. Yeah. The first yeah. time we met was in Dublin Airport, August last year, before you were due to play Arts Handy Festival, which yeah. is probably. It's definitely the most prestigious in terms of the post sort of scene. Like, so, how did Arctanger come about? Um, well, we got booked for it before COVID, and it was like, it was funny actually. Like, our first like couple of times we went out to the UK, it was basically ba- after every gig, and after in a few places in France, everyone's like, just be really good at Arctangents. Yeah. Just be really good. And then they put up like an actual submission form, like, right. bounce it by. And we pretty much, I think, got, I think it was like word of mouth. Uh, but then, like, yeah. we got through that. We just, yeah, yeah, we were just, we really persevered with going back to the UK and back yeah. and back and back. And yeah. we tried to play Bristol. And, like, Bristol was always the best show of the tour yeah. because, yeah. you know, there's a kind of a scene there yeah. for that stuff. And that, that probably fed through to, like, the promoters and mm. stuff. And our, our producer, Tom, as well, I remember when we were recording that EP with him, 
he was like, we told him that we would love to play Archangel. And he's like, oh yeah, I know, I know, um, is it James' his name? James, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I know James, I'll drop him an email. Didn't work out that year or the year after that. But eventually, I think we kind of, we were hounding them, I think, in terms of just like trying to get them to see us. Yeah. And um, I guess they kind of got the message eventually. Like, Do you remember... Because um, you flew in and flew out on the day, didn't you? Because I think yeah. you were. Yeah, you we were had to do jammed. some stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah and then remember. you spent the time recording. Yeah. We were going new, to. Yeah. New stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you were going to and just didn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but do you remember much of that day? Because I, it was like six in the morning, I think. The yeah. Flight. It was really early. Yeah. And um, I can't remember what time you were on, but I remember it being such a party in that tent. Do yeah. you remember much of it? Like. Yeah, it was fucking mental because yeah. we, um, we sound checked and then it was like half an hour later the gig and we kind of went off and we we're like oh we go on and it was early it was like two o'clock and it was i remember walking out there and being like fuck it was like it was and the best one of my favorite things that that gig was when we went and tied on two drugs right we start that song live Taron does kind of a yeah straight rip and then he goes into the minor and then it was like three it was like five seconds into you playing that people realized what it was and the crowd were like they knew the song and that was kind of like that was, but that meant meant to people was actually like. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was one of those things when like you walk out onto the crowd and like you just hear that like. Ah. Yeah. And like you get it at like small venues as well, but it it doesn't sound the same. You yeah, know, yeah. When you go into that, like, walk onto that stage in that tent, and everyone's just like, ah, it's just like I'd never had that before, and it was just amazing. That end. Um, I will say about playing in front of that crowd. Hopefully we'll have many more. Hopefully we'll be the next U2. Instrumental U2 for both maybe vocals on the next album. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> I got really drunk though afterwards because, I don't know, it was, it was our tangent that I was like, I'm only here for like five hours. I need to get pissed. <laughs> I'm just like, but you're back again. Yeah. This year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, yeah. yeah. In August. And you're playing on the Wednesday. Yeah. And I believe Conjure are playing that day as well? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Scalping. Saw yeah, them in Dublin a couple of weeks ago. Yes, Oh, they were like, because actually it was um, Josh from Polymath, I'm not sure if you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did an Irish tour with them, yeah. but he was at Arctanja for the weekend, and I was like, who's your favourite act at Arctanja? He goes, Scalpin. He's like, oh, listen to their album when we were on the way to Belfast then, and I, could, I like, couldn't stop listening to it. Saw they were playing Workman's. Yeah, they're, they're playing the same day as us as well. Nice, nice. I'm very much looking forward to that. And are you Again. there for the whole weekend? Uh, uh, I'm going to, anyway. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm not very good at going to gigs and going to festivals and stuff. Plus I have a wife and two kids at home that are waiting for me each time I go away. <laughs> so it's, it's difficult. I try to keep it, you know, when I go and do some music stuff, I try to keep it to just really the essential time that I have to be there for. But, uh... It could be fun. I mean, that could be fun. Can it will be used that and film it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. That's true. Actually, there's some freaking birds in a row. We used that on Leipzig. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, do you know that Brutus are playing? Their new album. Yeah. Um. Jeez, we're going through it the other day. There's so many good bands. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Six. Do you know? Yeah, they played in the Bowery in that month. Which is just fucking weird. Yes, I was there for like. Were you? Yeah, I was yeah. at it. And then that was weird. There was like a period in that venue where like Crazy Town played. Yeah. And like Doyle from Misfits. It was just like. And it's shut now. Sorry? Yeah. Shut. Yeah, yeah. It's just really weird. Um, yeah. All the fans there. Uh, yeah, that's our manager. We have a manager. Uh, we're quite a big deal. And he's Italian. International. <laughs> Proper international band. <laughs> yeah. um, and then obviously you. Um, 
released Reconstruct, Reconstruct in 2018. And Reconstruct, no, so I'm so confused. What, what year did you say? 2018 was Reconstruct. Uh, I'm so confused, yeah. And then 21. Was it 21? Reconstruct. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Um, so, and obviously you have been posting, you've been recording new stuff. Hmm. Uh, so where are you guys at with that? Are you in pre-production? Pre-production, yeah. Yeah, we've got, I don't know, like we've got basically the goods of an album there. Some songs are probably not going to make it and we're kind of, we have some ideas for new songs that might still make it onto the record. It's still like, we have about four or five that are kind of solid. We're sure that those are going to be in there. And because, as, as I mentioned, I live in Germany, we, it's a kind of a, you know, there's like a few, there's like a month break or even more each time between yeah. the sessions and stuff, so it's like, it's, it's a, it's a time, like it takes a time, the whole process takes time, but hoping to probably try and release it early next year, okay. if everything goes well. And using the same producer, same, yeah, yeah. so, uh, same, same, same theaters, yeah, he's an alpha male tea party, yeah. he actually records, like, basically, all the kind of rock type bands, yeah. Um, so we we were think we were thinking of other producers, and then we were like, we just remembered Tom in class, and we were yeah, like, we recorded we, with him, yeah, love him. Like, <laughs> good few times now, and he's just like, he's just a good mate now as well. So yeah, he's the he is actually like, I he changed I feel my whole experience of recording as well. He's just in like, what sense? Um, in a sense of like making me feel comfortable, but right. actually getting shit done instead of like. Like he just makes you feel so comfortable, so you get more stuff done. And it's just yeah. really enjoyable, and he's just a very nice lad. Nice yeah, did he push you, man. Did he push you as a uh, as a drummer, like, as in terms of, is he making yeah. you try out new stuff? Yeah, it's that. funny you say that because he, well, yeah, he did that in the previous stuff. He'd be like, try this, but yeah. this time around with the pre-production, we're getting him like very involved in production. Right. So when we were in Leipzig, there, we were like, it was really cool. We were the three of us and Alex, our manager. He's not right there, by the way, I was just saying that because he's right there. He's not like looking at us like, don't say this. But he, um, we'd all be like, oh, what about this idea? And we'd just try it. And sometimes we wouldn't use it, sometimes we would. So he's getting like, he's quite heavily involved in the production on the next album. But he has done that in the past, yeah. And he does push you in, in a very nice way. So. Yeah, <laughs> he's a nice guy. And um, in terms of vocals, like obviously there's some vocals here and there. Um, any any uh, thoughts on maybe bringing in more for this new album, or are you? Oh yeah, uh, it's funny that you say that because now the new album, it's like it's a Biffy Clyro album basically. It's like songs. Kind of Ruben like, in there. As well. <laughs> it's like Ruben. There's like vocals on every song, and it's right. not not just like a little bit. It's like all over the place. You know? As in like, like it's like a full proper verse, chorus, 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 yeah. verse, chorus. Right. Yeah, yeah. Act, lyric, actual lyric. Yeah. We're calling it. Yeah, yeah. You heard it first. They've sold out. Yeah, yeah. Was that was that um. Was that a conscious decision? Did you always plan to do it, or no. it we never, we didn't always plan to do it? But I think it's, uh, it's just been a natural progression of like yeah. our lives, and just from my, from my side, it's been becoming a father and like living with my wife and just kind of sitting at home playing a lot of acoustic guitar because I can't be like playing loud amps and yeah, yeah. because I'm gonna wake up the kids, you know, and like playing acoustic guitar and then like singing melodies and just that's kind of how I turn my focus to writing as opposed to making weird sounds with pedals it's more kind of a more organic way and it's just turned into like oh these songs could actually be cool for the band and then we play them together and it's like this is actually great you know it's it still has the essence of Vicarious but it's just a little bit more 
melodic and a little bit more approachable, I guess. You know, like, wow. Yeah. Without trying to be, you know, like selling, selling out. Yeah. And <laughs> um, it's cool as well, kind of getting the lyrics in. Yeah. So I was saying this to you yesterday, I think, that um, when we, like, say, five years ago with DDP, or, like, when we were just starting the band, we were discovering, like, loads of math rock kind of bands, like, Tom's band, like, Alpha Male Tea Party, Adobe C. Shank, all, all, all those lads. And then this time around, since vocals are adding in, it's weird, we're, like, discovering newer bands. And it's not like they're completely new bands. Yeah, it's yeah. like, they've been around a while, but, like, Trice, like, their new album. Trice, yeah, yeah. A, I would say, big, like, Riley's drumming for me, like, I haven't actually. Did you not claim yeah. that was your album of the year? That for who, who are that yeah. podcast? I am yeah. um, no, but I he said, "What do you listen to at the moment?" And I said, oh, right. "I said that." And I was like, <laughs> "Taron and Alex Armander loved it." I was like, "That's okay." And then the more I listened, and I saw about two thousand trees, and I was like, "Fuck right, yeah!" Okay. And uh, I'm just like really getting into his drumming as well. He's just like amazing. Mm-hmm. I think he's very tasteful and very in- just. He's like. I've never felt like that about a drummer now. He's just like pretty cool. So bands like them, uh, Touche Amore, yeah. that kind of uh, birds in a row who I mentioned to yeah. you just before. Um, I really like their album. That's the one I discovered recently. And loads of bands. It's it's really it's exciting. Like it's yeah, uh, sure. and it's very fun. Like doing the new songs because they are a bit different as well and kind of pushing us. I feel as well. Maybe yeah. like you're saying, just yeah, don't yeah. do that. Just within ourselves. Like it's it's really nice and it's really cool. Because um, I remember when you showed you, like, I'm singing on this, and to watch Taron progress and, like, just getting better each time, and your lyrics are fucking class. I'm just going to say that out straight. Like, they're very fucking good. I mean, to be fair, during the soundcheck. <laughs> oh, you said, thought? I okay. said to my uh, wife, I was like, oh, that, that's not them. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, oh, okay. Taron, that sounds great. Like, oh, thanks, man. Like, uh, yeah. really good. It's a work in progress, you know. I'm, I'm learning proper technique and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I can feel, like, slight progress each time we, we get together and play, so it's cool. Yeah. Uh, is there going to be an acoustic uh, set at some point in the future? Like I, I have, home. I have this, <laughs> I have this project uh, once the, the album is done to do like a second version of the album where it's just like acoustic versions of each song with like different guests, like oh, musicians right. on each track from like our mates and stuff. I think that'd be really fun to do because those songs are much more easier turned into acoustic songs than our, our usual stuff because that that, shit, that sounds shit acoustically. Um, that is an exclusive for me, Gavin the drummer, <laughs> and an exclusive for you, but I actually really like that idea. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be a big deal, it's just like something to do afterwards because it's fun, you know? Oh, no, no, I agree, like, I'm just saying exclusive and not just great. <laughs> and then, so we've got tonight, sold out, yeah. what's the rest of the year? We've um, talked about our tangent, yeah. but other than that, what else is on the horizon? So we're not gigging as much this year because album two, and yep. we want to like get like time right just finishing the album and get it done so uh, we're only in like four gigs in the UK so we're actually doing we're playing uh, in Bristol in the Exchange at a festival for like Orchids I think are headlining Fez yep. are playing we played Our Tangents um, loads of bands we're actually main support for that so that's pretty cool, cool. Um, that's first of April yeah. and then after that Strange Forms which Contra are playing as well we're on the same day as them nice and then Jamie Landman's playing, which we're playing over early to see. Wow. Because I was actually supposed to fly over to Leeds to see Jamie Landman in the Key Club. Yeah. COVID, so it's kind of nice. And we're playing with him at Leeds. Um, so Strange Forms later in April. Then what's after that? Portals Festival. Oh, um, yeah, Mono yeah. are playing. Um, so I watch from afar. New friends of ours and a big influence. And then 
Those are class lounges. Yeah, Arc Tangent after that. Is there anything else? No, that's it. There's, there's a couple of Irish festivals yeah. as well. There's Wild Roots um, and the other one. We're, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're playing um, Wild Roots with Rudimental. Rudimental. Do you know them? I know they're the like name. a weird, like puppy drum and bass thing. Right, uh, okay. They're actually very cool. They had one song where they had a BMX in the video, and it was like a fucking mental video, and I actually love that. But can't remember the name of the song, but I don't know if this goes on YouTube. But I can edit that out, but I won't. Don't. <laughs> it's great. It's I love Rudimental. This is good content. Fuck guilty pleasure. <laughs> don't edit that out. I'm actually saying Rudimental are very cool. Maybe. Yeah, anyway. Hurry on. <laughs> no, no, please do, because this <laughs> makes my job so much easier. Yeah, to the song. <laughs> um, so, just finally then, uh, yep. tonight, um, what's, are we, obviously the, the, the piece that we played. Yep. It's entirely, yeah, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, new song. Uh, one, yeah, new one, song. one new song. And then, we've actually never yeah. played live before, because we've played a few of the other, like we've played yeah. two other new songs live in the last few months just to kind of get more used to it. And, more, more used to them, more comfortable with them, but tonight it's the first time we're playing this one uh, live. It's Excellent. Interesting. And it's still a work in progress, so it's probably going to change by the time it's on the album. But, you know. And not to, I, I, I'm not a fan of setting the spoilers, I like surprises, but um, yeah. anything from Reconstruct? No. Uh, no? No. Oh, yeah, yeah weird. <laughs> we're actually, we're literally just doing all old tunes. Cool. Um, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I, it's kind of weird because it doesn't feel like a normal, like a real gig. Yeah, yeah. It's just because, like, I'm just kind of like, if I make a mistake, it's okay because they're all old songs. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's, it really shouldn't be that way. But um, yeah, no, it's it doesn't feel like a normal gig to me. It's kind of strange. It's gonna be great anyway. Listen, yeah. thanks for your time, Taryn. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gavin. Nice I'll see you out there. Thanks yeah. very much. See you. Thanks. <laughs>